everybody, welcome to Tell It With Tootie. This is Tootie Baron with my amazing co-host, Kevin Mumphrey. Hi, Kev. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, Kev. I'm doing good. Everything is fine. The birds are chirping. The sun is out. It's time to kill this. Let's do kill. it. <laughs> it's time to kill this. When, it got, when I say it's time to kill this day, it's time to make it us. Let's do this, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a nice day. How is it over there your way? I got to use a better word than kill. I mean, it just <laughs> went down rather quickly. Well, I have to keep it myself. You know, you have to keep it a little dark. It wouldn't be me. I see. It wouldn't be me if it was like a little dark, a little twisted, a little inappropriate. <laughs> Definitely inappropriate. We just went straight to murder. <laughs> For this beautiful day is definitely inappropriate. Yes, oh yes, yes. God. It's a beautiful day to kill. No, no killing. No inappropriateness. I was just t- talking about inappropriate. I was just talking to uh, my dear friend the other day. And she was rather sad. Because, uh, you know, she was experiencing some challenging times with uh, someone she used to know. <laughs> you know? By no, you mean date? Yeah, her her ex in a complete not nice. So that was just like the things that we allow, right? The things that we allow when we are not uh, in heal, when we romanticize a reality, when you know, it's just when when we haven't found that that little strength that inner fighter emotional inner fighter yourself you know that was kind of sad tell me what are the things that you have allowed while not being healed something that you look back and you say you know what that you know that wasn't me i do have a lot of patience so i mean you have like your friend you have your friends that you're kind of you're really close to yeah so you kind of let them get away with things that and, and this is just a very, like, low example. Like, they may yeah, say yeah. things to you. You may not take offense to it. You, you may not just like that they said it. But you don't take it as offensive as if somebody you've only maybe known a few months. Mm-hmm. So they, you tend to give them a little more, I guess, emotional leeway. But is that is that okay? Is it okay for you to allow, to lower your standards or... Or put down your boundaries for Man, any relationship, for like problem, a though. friendship or whatever. If it, I, you know, right now I'm in a part of my life, in a point of my life. Excuse if I can speak English in this. So I am in a point of my life right now that I have zero tolerance. Before I used to have more tolerance, way more. But do but you think now, it's because you know your boundaries now compared to? Oh, 100%. I know my boundaries. Definitely. And I learned that the hard way. That was That is that is a lesson that the universe gives you that you, you learn that one. Make sure that you learned it. And yeah, right now I don't. Like, it's just, I'm sorry. It's not personal. But no, we can do this. No, you cannot talk to me that way. You cannot say this. It's not going to happen. I think it's also a part of like being an adult, that journey. Like in your 20s, you probably let a lot of stuff slide because you didn't really know if there were your boundaries or you weren't even sure of like 
should that be a boundary? Or were you being um, too sensitive? You know how we, especially with us guys. If that is another us, thing. That is, that is the, the most gaslighting sentence that women deal with it on a regular basis. And that is, you are oversensitive. You making a big deal out of this. That is gaslighting somebody because who are you to tell me this is too sensitive for me? This is my feelings and this is the way I'm feeling right now. So you don't like that, that's your issue. But I, as for my health, for my emotional health, I have to tell you what you have done is in my book inappropriate and I'm very sensitive about it. So don't do it. And it's also like how you kind of communicate that. Like when you were younger, you probably went just full scale war. Whereas now you can be like, if there was, if you, if there was something like when you were 24, you know, it was a boundary. Yeah. And someone crossed that boundary. Yes. You may have just slapped them for crossing that boundary. Yes, probably are, are reacting in a different manner. But you know what? Sometimes situations kind of like surprise you. Surprise you. Sometimes, I don't think sometimes you need, you know, you think you know somebody, you, you never, you know what I mean? You always, the way I look at it and the way I, I tell this to my friend all the time. And it's kind of like a, a kind of like a fun joke that we have. And the way I said it, it's like, um, his representative is good, you know, because you never and you never end up knowing somebody. Like I had, I thought that I knew people uh, that completely surprised me. So when somebody uh, I asked, like, "Oh, you dating somebody?" and he said, "Oh, yeah, he's he's amazing," and then I will I will go ahead and say, "Oh, he has a good representative," you know, just kind of like waiting for what's gonna happen next. Oh, I get, yeah, you meet the representative first. Exactly. So there's some people who have a good representative for a long time. And when, when you talk about boundaries, it's like sometimes you think that you got to figure it out. You think that you have like a good grand strategy when these situations, you know, come into play. But sometimes you get completely surprised, you know, things that you will never allow, you know, and all of a sudden they just slapped you in the face and you're just like, you know what I mean? Oh my God, I wasn't expecting that this situation would arrive and it's just like here in my face. I, I have an example of that. And Go on. it was something that was really embarrassing for me. And I would love to share this to people um, because maybe another woman will, will, under, uh, will learn from this, you know, whoever is listening to me. But I, you know, I have a daughter and I am... Uh, always looking to give her like the best version and and kind of like educate her around like good strategies and good boundaries so she would not allow anything to happen to her and she would be like aware enough to to realize when something's going wrong so just you know I wouldn't allow this this is not and this happened to me in front of my daughter, which is, was the most embarrassing thing. I had a conversation with her about it because she, she, she questioned me after this happened. So I am, that was a, I was with my boyfriend at the time and it, it was actually Christmas, the day after Christmas. And I'm in his house and whatever, and his mom is there and whatever, it, his family is there. And we are playing uh, a board game. We're playing a board game. 
and uh, you know, very competitive, you know, kind of like uh, antagonistic, it's a board game, you know, it's, it's when you're playing with somebody, this is, you know, what, what you do, I guess, you know, and I was following his energy because he was being very competitive, very choppy with his words, very antagonistic. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I feel, I feel there was a pathway for me to do the same. So when this person was winning, it was great. When I start winning, I start, you know, reacting the same way. This person didn't like it. And all of a sudden this person, my daughter is there and his family is there. And I have never spoken to this individual like that. So in public, you know, we might have our arguments in private, but in public, like never. And this person have screamed at me. And what I'm telling you, Kevin, this is not yelling. This is screamed at me. Oh, how bad of a player I was and how I was, you are going to remember this. Like that, like rage, anger, a scream, and I, the first thing I saw was my daughter. I looked at her and she looked at me and it was like an instantly talk just by us looking at each other. It was so embarrassing. And this is the example of us not understanding our value and understanding our worth. Like nobody should, any circumstances should embarrass you like that. Nobody that's, that, that will say that he loves you and that will ever treat you like that. Because if somebody has a problem with you, he address it in private. Never bring it out like that. That was a conversation that I have with my daughter. And that speaks volumes about you thinking that you got to figure it out. And then you, and you get into these situations and these scenarios. And they just slap you in the face like that. And you like, you don't know what to do. At the time... At the time, I was so embarrassed, so hurt. It was, it was awful. And guess what, Kevin? At the time, I even continue with this. I even continue with this, which speaks volumes of the woman that I was, you know, to see this and then to try to fix it. Instead, the woman of now, the tutti of now after those experiences would be like, how dare you? How dare you? And you may not pack my stuff and leave. You know what I mean? Like, so did you address you, it to him at all at that time? At that time, I was so embarrassed and so hurt that I remember I finished that and I went upstairs and I just started crying. I actually called my ex, my ex-husband. And I'm like, and he's like, and I'm like crying. I'm like, you know, let's just talk about something else. I didn't tell him what happened. I just wanted to talk to him, talk to me. But he knew, he knows, he knows me. So he knew right away that something had happened. And, you know, and a lot of people, you know, were um, seeing signs that I shouldn't be there, but I never listened. And that's the thing that you, when you are like in the middle of something, you are so um, taken by what you think there is there. You know, you are romanticizing. Well, you know, your loved ones are seeing things for what they are, right? And I, you know, realizing that you deserve better, but you are romanticizing something. You are caught up in, in, in a space of life that you want things to work out, that you don't want to, you know, it took me for so long to introduce my daughter to this relationship. And then it happens. And then I just, I, I want to work on it. And I know that we can work on it, but no, it wasn't there. It was romanticizing something that it was there because somebody that cares for you doesn't do, you know, 
the things that, you know, they were done at the time. But, and that's an example of the, you allowing and, no, and lowering your boundaries and allowing people to treat you in such a way, which is awful. Girls, don't ever allow anybody to humiliate you like that. Learn from this if you learn something because it's going to cost you. And give but you, you think it's example. a situation that your daughter learned from? Uh, I, I had a huge conversation with her after that. So embarrassed as a parent, so embarrassed because, you know, it, it went against, you know, everything that I have told her. And for, so, and for she witnessed something like that by somebody who, you know, it was, it was not in my life like her dad, like, you know. Um, yeah, that was very embarrassing as a, as a mother. Uh, it was a very embarrassing thing to um, to explain her, and and then the after that, it, she, she after that she was just like super taken back. She didn't care about it. She um, very disappointed and resentful, very resentful. And she, uh, to be honest, she just wanted me out of there after but seeing it that. Definitely left a bad impression on him. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you, what can I tell you? You know, you you will show your your colors at some point And, you know, now, as far as like healing is. from a relationship, what do you think what like is a it? good time frame for that? Healing from a relationship? Oh, my God, that would be so um, unfair for me to put a timeline. Everybody works in completely different timelines, you know. Um, some people, you know, get over somebody in a short period of time. Some people take longer. Um, uh, personally, I, I, I don't know, you know, different, you know, people do different marks and in you, in your life. So you, uh, sometimes take a little longer, sometimes take less, but the good thing, you know, is uh, instead of focusing on how much time, let's focus about in getting there, in taking the thoughtful time for yourself and getting there, regardless how long it takes you, just one crawl at a time until you stand, and then one step at a time in t- after you're standing up. Like, don't ever, don't ever stop showing up for yourself because you eventually will be there. So a timeline, I don't know, you you know, some people a year, some people two years, some people six months, some people three months. It depends on where you are. What about you? What would be for you? Uh, Now, have you seen a like situation where people kind of heal from one person through another person? Yes. (laughs) I, I think that's something we do a lot when we're younger. You know what that got that bigs you in the body. I want to tell you something. It happened. It happened to me um, last year. I believe so. You know when, um, and then you think that you, you know, yes, you know, you you put yourself out there, and, and it's, it's it's not that you can find a date. You know, it's like, are you comfortable with that? You know, you are approaching things for an, a, a non-heal. Um, aspect you know point of view so 
uh, usually the people, you know, usually the guys are not going to be treating the best. I remember going out with, you know, on, on dates and, and yes, and saying to myself, yeah, I'm open. Let's just go out for the, this. And then legit, like you instantly starting to compare, you know, this person, you know, or, or awaiting for a, a reaction or, or something that they do that it, it will discard them right away. And that comes from, you know, from not being healed, from not being ready to go out. So yeah, it happens. He didn't, you know, didn't win for longer. And I remember this particular guy, I feel so bad for him uh, because he, um, he was like really, really, um, into me and doing everything the, the, the way he's supposed to do it and, and but I, w- I was just not ready I was just not ready and it was so selfish of me and to dating while go you're out healing with him. can be draining what is it dating while you're healing can be draining can be yeah it can be it can be distractive but it can also be draining because you're, you're trying to do bottle and you know to feels you to feelings and it's yeah it, it can be draining I, I i agree um just take some time for yourself i think the best way to do it's just just take some truly time for yourself and just respect the process acknowledge take that time for learning like looking back you know, uh, my previous experiences, like, I would be like, you know, if you would have been a little more logical, and that's another thing that I am right now, like more logical, like put emotions aside. And yes, I am super emotional. And I'm like, a taller empath and, and a hopeless romantic. But when you when it comes to your heart, you have to be smart. Yeah, you have to be available, but you have to be smart. You have to approach things from the most logical and and what you for facts, you know what I mean? So you, you can just because you love this person, because you uh, have all these wonderful feelings for this per- person, allow this person to treat you bad and not in overseeing his true behavior. You know what I mean? His true behavior. It's like you go far and above for this person, but this person can even open his calendar for you. And then here you are, you know, following him wherever he goes, you know, yes, okay, yes. But are you really, do you really want to do that? No, but you are allowing this because you see a potential, but guess what? That potentially doesn't exist. That is a potential that you're creating in your head because what is actually happening is that this guy is putting everything in priority except you. You are going back and forth like a little, you know, bee everywhere after this guy. And this guy can even open his a schedule for you you know so being more aware of, of that i think is, is more important when you are in a relationship just be more aware of things being equal give and take people uh and i would say that women because yeah i i see that more in women that we get so comfortable with the bare minimum while we give 200 percent you know, so we oversee that equal give and take, oversees it, and, and that is it healthy? That's not healthy. So, and when it happens, that's the other part. That's the other part, Kevin, that it, we were just talking about the other day, you and I. Like, and then when you find somebody, when he actually is, is supposed to be equal and is equal, you start like wondering, like, what is it? Like, what? Now this feels, you know, 
now I'm overthinking. Now I'm in my head. Now is this real or not? Your brain gets defensive. Right? It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because you're so used to the bare minimum. We as women are so used to the bare minimum, which is very sad and speaks volumes when it comes to where we are emotionally and, and our boundaries, you know? If he, I'm giving you a hundred percent, you give me a, you show up with the hundred percent. If he, I am giving you no games, no rules, no of this, then you give me no games, no rules, no all of this. You show up a hundred percent. I was, you know, something that took me back, and, and it, it just felt really, really good. I was just gonna see somebody. I, we were actually, you know, taping. We were going to be taping that day. So um, I couldn't uh, see this person because I needed to wake up early. You know what I mean? So and he leaves, you know, some time from, from where I am. So I remember I said to him, like, oh, you know, that sucks. Yeah, I want to see you, but I can't because, you know, I'm recording tomorrow and blah, 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 blah. And then I'm off of work. He's asking me all these questions like throughout the day, which I thought it was completely odd because he never asked me about my, like my exact like hour by hour, where am I going to be? So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to tell him then. So I, th- I tell him exactly my schedule, like exactly by the hour. By the end of my, my shift, by the end of my shift, uh, literally like five minutes after my shift is over, he calls me and he is like, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, super happy. He's like, I'm just leaving work. I'm tired, whatever. And he's like, guess what? Um, I'm like five minutes from your, your last client. I'm in a hotel over here. I say, what? Yeah. I really wanted to see you. And I couldn't this is like wait. like movie until- stuff right and I couldn't wait because he was like literally 24 hours I was gonna see him like 24 hours because only one day right that we tape so and I thought that was so so cute nobody have ever done that he completely surprised me yeah I really wanted to see you so but I'm like what do you mean you pay for a hotel night when I'm like literally like I'm gonna see you tomorrow it's like no I really wanted to see you and he did that and I it was I I felt like wow that's that's not a bare minimum that is showing up to your doorstep with a hundred percent. And that's what we have to get used to. We as women and as guys, we have to get used to, you know, you expect that a hundred percent now, not the bare minimum. You gotta get used to just, you see what you're worth, what you put in, what you bring to the table. And you have to expect the same thing. So that was cool. That happens. You, now, you, now you get, you take back and you're like, wow. But yes, it happens. I'm going to ask you this. Me. Tell me. As far as like, because this could be wor- sometimes worse. Like, yeah. You kind of know with relationships, there's going to be some sort of healing involved. Um, mm-hmm. But like healing from like a loss of a friendship. Or even like losing a loved one. Because, you know, eventually we, we all have to do that eventually. That could be a whole process in of itself. Yeah, that, that one is, is that I experienced it last year with my dad. And that was, that was a hard one for sure. 
healing uh, a loved one is a completely like different ball game. Is is something that it reminds you. You are reminded of this person always, everywhere. Is is more difficult for sure. I will say that a hundred percent. I'm still trying to get over. I'm still trying to figure that one, the love one. Uh, the the friendships. Yeah, it it depends. You know what happened, but some some friendships are really tough to to overcome. But you know you you. Uh, when it comes to friendships and when it comes to, to relationships, you I always, you know, keep in mind that there, there's people, you know, that arrive to you, to your life to teach you something, you know, they arrive uh, in a sense of a lesson. And sometimes you have to take that lesson and, and, and learn and, and see exactly uh, what is the universe try to show you, you know, with this what is your involvement what do you need to learn and that that makes it easier instead of like thinking you know why happened why happened why happened you know why why this to me it's like you know this happened for this happened because I needed to do this because you know my boundaries were completely low there I, I didn't have any love and respect for myself I I was overgiving all the time I was extremely available emotionally uh, well you always have to be emotionally available but you you were like completely available for this person and no going not rooting for yourself you were rooting for somebody and at the end of the day if you don't rule for yourself the other person is going to disappoint you at some point at some point so you have to root for yourself exactly Still learning this one Still learning still learning in this journey of of life but that's life you're always learning well yeah that's it some lessons a little more stinging than the other ones <laughs> but those stingy ones are the ones you remember yes and those are the ones that you learn from those right there you'll be like uh, 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 uh. it's not happening nope it's not happening again so yes you learn so like right now right now well i i is this is not happening right now but i'm always aware like i will now will definitely nobody allow i i mean allow nobody to raise even raise their voice at me in public like you may not like you know what i mean now i have that it's like absolutely no don't even open your eyes at me because i know i'm gonna put drops in your eyes so we're dealing with something drops in your eyes <laughs> we said that in colombia it's like don't you open your eyes at me because i am not dropping drops in your eyes <laughs> yikes <laughs> the things the things that we allow when we are not here are, are things that we you know you have to look back and you have to be like no and not romanticizing things like like that's like my biggest thing my biggest thing now looking at things for what they are reality what's happening what this person is doing how he's actually behaving know what you think oh my god he's so sweet no just exactly what's going on what's happening how it's happening facts facts and put all your eggs in your basket your basket all my eggs in my basket not in yours my energy you have to you have to you know 
because there's energy vampires out there kev there's there are actually people out there that are so used to to just take 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 and they don't they don't give up they drain you and then they gaslight you and then they call you difficult <laughs> if they say about givers like they always need somebody in their life that's kind of a taker but they're protective of them because if you're just out giving the takers are going to take and the givers are given to they have nothing left. So you always need someone in your life to kind of protect you from yourself. That's true. That is so freaking true. You just said that. See, absolutely. I 100%. My baby sister is kind of like that with, with us. It's just like you're giving, 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 but, but there's some point and you just completely drain and you look back and you're like, what? And this, this, and then you feel like I literally wasted my time. Like I wasted this amount of years of my life completely wasted that was my first reaction and then I was just like you know what this was a learning experience it's what happens so on that note I think that just to kind of like wrap this episode up when it comes to healing take time for yourself Take true time for yourself. Acknowledge your emotions. See what you have learned. Take that to heart. Don't take what it was done to you to heart because that's, you know, that person's issue. He will have to deal with his karma. He will have to deal with his own self and with the, you know, the regret of acting kind of like, you know, not nice being so uncool instead of cool but you you focus on what you've learned take it learn from it be happy take your time and everything will be just fine establish boundaries they're great they will protect you from people who not great who are not great to you <laughs> and with that I would say that we have accomplished another episode of Tell Off with Tutti. Yes, we have. <laughs> In this amazing semi-summer looking day. I wish I'm, I'm calling for summer already. I love you guys. Have the most amazing, amazing time with you. And don't forget to keep tuning in with Tell Up With Tutti podcast, uh, available on Spotify, Amazon Music, our radio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all mainstream. We love you guys. See you next time. Till next time. <laughs>